0: Please stand clear of the doors.
1: So, do you guys think the Stitch and the Hulk are kind of related? How do you mean related? Well, it's kind of like they're, you know, when they get angry, they turn into a monster. They, they're cute at first. <laughs> they're cute. At first. <laughs> 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 they're cute, and then they turn into so, a monster. So, you think Bruce Banner's cute?
2: I mean, he's not bad looking, I guess.
1: Welcome to episode 38 of the Diz His podcast. I'm Experiment Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Adam. Today, we will be giving the his on the Disney character, Stitch. So what do you guys think about this uh, little character? I like Stitch. Yep. I think he's a fan favorite. I agree with you. I think he's a fan favorite. I know that uh, he's one of my, I'd say, I like how mischievous he is. He's He's actually the screensaver on my phone, too. I see that. Is he right?
3: Yeah. He's been there for
1: Probably about six months now. Actually, I think I we we were talking about last week. You know, p- probably doing Stitch this week, and I saw you go on and make it your wallpaper. <laughs> saw me make the wallpaper. No, 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 I saw you put make Stitch your wallpaper. You said it's been on there for months, but I saw you last week put it on there when we started talking about it. No, you
3: did not. i <laughs> not <really> sure.
2: <laughs> how do you how do you feel about Lilo and Stitch the movie? Is it one of your top movies? I vag- vaguely remember it. I don't even think I watched the full movie. Really? Wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah.
1: So, uh, first off, I actually got the idea for throwing out Stitch, because of looking at your wallpaper on your phone. <laughs> no, you want to throw it. it out? Yeah, yeah. I saw it. And I was like, hey, maybe we should do Stitch. So oh, throw the idea yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I thought you meant like, no, 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 no we're no, not no. doing Stitch. It's I, your wallpaper. I got the idea. I brought it up. Oh, okay. Because, because, yeah, okay. because I saw Stitch uh-huh. on your wallpaper, mm. and I... I haven't uh seen the movie until oh recently. Oh, until recently. Yeah. Well yeah. I mean, he's such a favorite, he squirts water at you while you're at Disney Springs. And it's pretty awesome. Yeah. 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 I mean people in especially like hot Florida, people yeah. are like just sitting there just waiting for or spit, the Or uh, the people stitch. who
3: don't know and they're on their phones <laughs> walking through. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: the best when you see yeah, that. Yeah. Like, what the heck? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that and the camel at uh uh Magic Kingdom at yeah, Aladdin by
2: Yep. Yeah. I wasn't a big Leland Stitch fan when I was little but watching it recently I liked it a lot better.
1: I kind of liked it when they opened the ride at Magic Kingdom, the Stitch escape, you know, uh, how at nighttime, uh, Stitch, he TP'd the castle. I remember it being, it was like a big thing. It was like all Mm -hmm. over the news. I was like, oh, that's pretty awesome. You know, this character, he's, uh. Looks, mischievous. You know, he's he's uh, mischievous and he likes to play pranks, kind of like me a little bit. You know, I'm always hiding in a corner ready to scare someone. <laughs> Actually, people at work call me Stitch. I'm the sh- they don't. They don't. <laughs> Have we rated characters? I don't think so. I don't think how we really rated characters. How do you rate characters. a character?
3: Uh, I don't know. We did Goofy. Goofy is the only one we've done so far. That's great.
1: Yeah, I guess you're right, huh? Yeah. But I definitely think Stitch is. You know, when you think of all the Disney characters, for example, say Lady and the Tramp, right? You don't think of them as being one that you would go out and maybe buy merchandise of. Right. right. Right? Stitch, I have some merchandise of Stitch at my house. This is something where you go out and you see it and you're like, you see something with Stitch on it. You're like, oh, you know, I'll go ahead and buy it. And that's probably one of the reasons why Disney kind of pushes Stitch a little bit. Because he's kind of, he's a cute little guy, right? Like, cause a little trouble when people see Stitch. They want to buy something with Stitch on it. I would, I would think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, Cheyenne loves Stitch. That's why I did the painting
3: for her. And I know a few of her friends like Stitch as well. They have like Stitch backpack. And
1: mm-hmm. did you do paintings for them as well? No, I did not. It's okay. very iconic.
2: It's just yeah, yeah, It's yeah, easy exactly. to to sh- see that it's a Stitch item without having to show everything about him.
1: Yep, yep. You're right. Yeah, for sure. Let's get to the his on the Disney character Stitch.
2: Stitch is a Disney character from the animated movie Lilo and Stitch, released on June 21, 2002. Stitch is best described as a blue koala-looking creature with rabbit-like ears. He is one of the main characters in Lilo and Stitch, the three sequel films, and three television series made between 2003 and 2017. Stitch was created by Chris Sanders, who also voiced him, and quickly became a smash hit and one of the most liked Disney characters.
3: Yeah, that's pretty much uh, what we already talked about. How yeah,
2: we kind of dipped into it a little early, but yeah, it's still true. Iconic. Definitely iconic. Which
3: is amazing, considering he is a newer character. He is newer.
1: Who, yeah. do, you th- who do you think's... Um, is he really newer? I mean, it's almost 20 years old. Yeah, he's but 18
2: years old. All
3: right, so I have an... like uh, uh, I like Stitch, and then another one that's not a main character that I always liked was the genie with Robin Williams. Yeah. yeah.
2: I can see that, and he's he's, pretty, a, he's he's iconic too. He's not a main. I mean, I know he's not like the main character of the movie, but I mean, he was a big part of that movie. Oh, no doubt about it. Not as big as a part as Will Smith's character. I, I loved Will Smith as a genie, <laughs> but
3: they gave him they gave him more like more lines. They gave him they gave him more of a story in the yeah. in the remake,
1: which is fun. I mean, yeah, which is good. And, you know, they're making another one. Did we talk about that last? On, yeah, we yeah, did. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're making another Aladdin too. I'm not sure if it's gonna be like Return of the Return of Jafar. Or <laughs> you almost
3: made it to Star Wars Return of the Jafar. Return of the <laughs> Jafar. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I like how they are adding, like we said with uh, Beauty and the Beast, they added the backstory of the mother. You know, with this, they gave more story of the genie. So yeah, yeah these characters, I really can't wait to see the live adaptation of Lilo and Stitch to see if oh, they yeah. add
1: something else to the story.
3: Yeah. I yeah. think, think
2: that would be cool. I
1: think it'd be cool to kind of... Um, give a little bit more story on Stitch and his home planet and stuff like that. Just give us a little more of that. Home planet he was he made. Was, he was made. Well, I know, but. He doesn't he, have a home planet if you were made in a well, laboratory. Where was he made? In a laboratory? Where was the laboratory at? Uh, space? Yeah, with John. Well, wherever he came from. I want to know more of that from where he came from. Oh, okay. You want to know more of the planet someone else made him from? Yes. Is that okay? Uh, I guess. Like, yes. why <laughs> they make him?
3: Why? Yeah. To Because they wanted to make evil
1: creatures. Yeah, I know. You're right. I know. <laughs>
2: Stitch was an idea Chris Sanders had in 1985 for an unsuccessful children's book, Pitch. Sanders would eventually work on Disney movies like Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, The Lion King, and Mulan as a writer. He also worked in the animation department for Beauty and the Beast and The Lion King. In 1996, the then president of Walt Disney Feature Animation, Thomas Schumacher, approached Sander and asked him to pitch a story idea for a possible small-budget film. When Sanders pitched his alien character that crash lands in a forest filled with animals, Schumacher told Sanders that the animal world was already too alien for the audience and should be set in a human world to provide better contrast and juxtaposition. Sanders was later joined by Dean DeBlois, who had co-written Mulan with Sanders. Dean was brought on to co-write and co-direct the Lilo & Stitch animated movie. Unlike most Disney animations, during that time, this film was decided to be a cheaper production, so the film's pre-production team remained small and isolated from upper management. This allowed Sanders to personally create the artistic style for the characters and set designs.
1: Uh, So, yeah, it's kind of cool that I think they they kept this team kind of small and got all these ideas together in a small group and uh, kind of kept it away from upper management.
2: Yeah the um the idea for that was I guess Dumbo was a small production uh as well and it did such a good job um they're like well let's get back to something like that so they wanted to do recreate the whole small production idea this was actually going on at the same time as Treasure Planet was being made and that had a large budget
1: I and think, near, didn't do nearly as well as Lelon Stitch. Oh, yeah, no. I think it works in
3: video games as well. Sometimes the, you know, the bigger companies get their smaller uh, teams to work on a smaller game, but then it ends up, ends up being like really good and mm-hmm. because no one's messing with them. Corporate EA yeah. isn't telling them, no, put microtransactions in, yeah, yeah. And things like that.
1: Yeah, and you know what usually happens, though, is that usually when that team, the small team, gets together and they create something so great, usually... Big team usually comes in and screws it up, or yeah, they'll come in at the last <laughs> minute and try to make changes. But yeah, yeah, it's good that it kept. I mean, the movie worked. Oh, it worked. Yep, and it's still making money now. And it you definitely know, has its own
2: style.
3: It's
2: yep. nothing like any other Disney movie. The stylization of it.
3: And I'm glad that they went away with the forest idea because that is true. Him being in a forest wouldn't work as well as being on the island.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I agree. That I mean. Being on the island is one of the things that kind of made it different, right? Yeah. Because not, yeah. not too many movies are, I don't know. Is this more fun? Based because out of Hawaii? Say, yeah.
3: 51st Dates? That was based out of
2: Hawaii.
1: 51st Dates? That oh, that's a good movie.
2: <laughs> it's a great movie. Pearl Harbor?
1: That movie's based out of Hawaii. Yeah. Yeah. Not a movie, not so much. That's not a very <laughs> fun movie. 51st Dates was a fun movie. It's, it's always something, that, just, just like, is that whole feel of getting away to Hawaii, right? People, that's like a very sought after, I guess, destination for people to travel to on a trip. And it's kind of, this is different. And that's why I think the movie did so well.
2: During creation, Stitch did not go through too many character redesigning. His original backstory was changed, though. Stitch was originally supposed to be the leader of an intergalactic gang of criminals, with Jumba being one of his former henchmen sent to capture Stitch but test audience response to early versions of the film resulted in the change to Stitch being created by Jumba, in turn, giving Stitch his other name, Experiment 626. Stitch is a blue koala-like alien, standing around three feet tall. He has large rabbit-like ears, a wide mouth, a round nose, black eyes, a small, short, stumpy tail, four arms, two of which are usually retracted, three retractable spines that run down his back, four sharp, retractable claws on each of his front and back paws, Two retractable antennas on his head and abstract indigo markings on his back. He does have a limited ability to change his physical appearance, as he can retract his lower set of arms, his claws, his antenna, and the three spines on his back into his body.
3: It's a big transformation he can make. It is hiding those arms.
2: Yeah, yeah. He, he, I, um, it's definitely an interesting character concept. It's it's well, you can tell what it is, kind of, but then it's also, you know, it's definitely alien in a way. But still cute.
3: Until the arms comes out, the spikes come out on the back.
2: And, yeah, then and he then can, like he can little... definitely get... I mean, there's a scene in the movie where he looks a little scary, right? Yeah. When he's, he gets a little mean and he's like has shadowing on him and stuff. Yeah. So he can look scary, but, you know, you take away those arms and and uh, spines or several uh, for antennas and he looks cuter.
1: He's kind of like a little Hulk. Yeah. You know I, he's kind of cute, kind of like a nice... Well, I mean... He's kind of like look, looks like a normal person. <laughs> so, I don't think, know what I'm trying to say to tell Hulk, you the truth. You think Hulk
2: is cute? Yeah. No, I knew you guys were gonna go there. No, <laughs> that's why you think. like
1: Hulk so much. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, when he gets angry and he can comes out of his shell a little bit, he's uh. But he's transformed Hulk. completely. Like the Hulk's transformed completely. Yeah, right? that's what I'm talking about. Like yeah. he's he went from a person to a green
3: monster. This is he grows some arms. He doesn't grow arms. Well, oh, he they come un- out. He yeah. un- retracts, them. He's, like retracts little, them. he's like a
1: little tiny Hulk.
3: I guess we can go with that. <laughs> but I do think that um him being a gang leader and then being reformed mm-hmm. doesn't work as well as him being brought up and forced into Yeah.
2: Know, well they being said able. they said the issue yeah. was people didn't see when he did bad things in the movie people saw it as him doing it cuz he wants to do it cuz he had a bad lifestyle. Right. He chose to be a gang leader. But making him an experiment and that he it's in his DNA. When he does bad things, it's not his fault. It's the way he was made that made him do it. So it made them have more compassion for him, I guess.
1: Yeah, I guess. I see how, what you mean. Because mm. it's in his blood. Wasn't there a movie
3: where there was like a quote, I'm not bad, I was... Oh, Jessica Rabbit. <laughs>
1: I what? was drawn that way. Yeah.
3: Oh. <laughs> I'm not bad, I was just drawn that way. <laughs>
2: Stitch has quite the character development throughout all of the Stitch films. He was designed by Jumba to be destructive and evil, and is described by Jumba as bulletproof, fireproof, and can think faster than supercomputer. He can see in the dark and can move objects at least three thousand times his size. His only instinct to destroy whatever he touches. Later in the film, Stitch was later in the film, Stitch has issues straying from his evil ways being described by Jumba as his destructive programming that would take effect and he would be irresistibly drawn to large cities, to back up sewers, reverse street signs, and steal everyone's left shoe. After causing chaos in space, Stitch is banished to isolation, Ends up crash landing on the island of Hawaii, called Kauai. There he passes himself off as a dog at a pound, and gets rescued by Lilo, a lonely girl. Lilo loves Experiment 626, who she calls Stitch, unconditionally showing Stitch what love is. Stitch in turn loves Lilo, and they become best friends. Stitch was originally designed to be unable to speak intelligibly, but the production team realized the film's story hinged on the character being able to explain himself at the end of the film. Sanders voiced Stitch during all the pre production development. He actually developed his Stitch voice during his time at Disney Animation, using it through the years as a way to annoy his coworkers. The production team always planned on hiring someone to voice Stitch, but everyone became so used to Sanders' Stitch that they decided to keep Sanders as a voice. At the end of the movie, Stitch is able to overcome his genetics to defend his new family and stay on the island with Lilo. So
3: when they say 3,000 times bigger, is that physical size or weight? Probably weight. Weight. Okay, so then that would be the equivalent of us picking up about 38 elephants. Kind of like the Hulk. Just saying.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, so Lilo Uh is kind of like stitching Away, right? What? Lilo is kind of like stitching Away. I don't, don't, you have to explain. So Lilo in the movie, you know, kind of had a rough childhood, right? It's kind of troubled, like a troubled little kid. Yeah, a little bit. Very much like Lilo. She was causing trouble, getting, always getting in trouble, right? But guess what? Really, love is the only thing that both of them needed. Who saved who? That's a good question. It's, it's like those people ca- have those
2: stickers. Says, <laughs> on the dog. I, didn't ado- I didn't adopt the dog. The dog adopted me Yeah, something like that. <laughs> no, the I didn't say it's dog the dog. Saved the me. Well, yeah. But they're
1: both very similar to characters, right? <gasps> Man, and it's a dog. There's
2: like a relation.
1: The <gasps> <Does> Stitch from... <laughs> or oh, that's
3: yeah, right. Because yeah.
2: Stitch was a dog in the
3: movie yeah. at the beginning. Yeah. Well, it wasn't a dog, but they played him off as one. Well.
1: Yeah, yeah, but... A blue I mean, dog. Who who wouldn't have caught on yeah, him? Yeah,
2: what is that? He's obviously blue. Like <laughs> I know there's like there's blue healers, but they're not actually blue. So right. like, how people could be like, oh, this dog's blue, whatever. With giant bunny ears. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, well, well, I don't know about that, but both characters are very similar, I think, in my opinion. Yeah. And uh, you can, there's a relation between wait, them are Wait, are
3: we talking about Lilo and Stitch or the Hulk and Stitch? What one are we going
2: back to? <laughs> Lilo and Stitch. The so book. does that mean Lilo is like a Hulk?
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If Stitch is similar to the Hulk and Lilo is similar to Stitch, Lilo is the Hulk. <laughs>
1: <laughs> how awesome is it that they kept sanders in there for the voice of stitch they're like listen we're going to bring someone in into this the voice of stitch yeah but everyone he's just around you know working on the project mm-hmm. and he's just using this voice for stitch and then it's like you know we can't picture anyone else to do this voice it's for you so we're just going to have you do it
2: yeah because they said they said um i didn't do this but they said when i was watching a video about it they said sometimes they'll get the voice actors and then they'll redesign the characters To to seem like they can use that voice, Mm -hmm. so sometimes if someone has a deeper voice, they'll have to redesign the character to look like he'll use a deeper voice. Yeah, and since he already did the voice, and it's an alien, it didn't really matter who voiced him, and they all were so used to it, I guess.
3: That happened with a song that Flo Ryder did, where Sia was writing a whole bunch of music. Yeah, and she came into the studio to sing a part. You know, they do a backing track just to you know, so the main person can do. Uh, his vocals over mm-hmm. and he likes Sia's version so much without even telling her, he just left her in it. And then that's how she became so popular, oh, not wow. as a songwriter, but as a singer. It's a cool story. So yeah, the same way with him. Everyone just liked his voice
1: so much. But he was like, he was already working. He was already kind of working on the project. He was a big part of the project. He, yeah, was but the he project. wasn't, he wasn't planning on being the voice though. Yeah, true.
2: Lilo and Stitch production decided not to go with the traditional way of releasing teaser trailers for the movie, but to show who Stitch was and his cute but destructive personality. Stitch then is seen in film parody trailers like taking Simba's place in the opening sequence of The Lion King, as well as causing the chandelier in the ballroom of Beauty and the Beast to fall, causing Beast to save Belle from the crash. They also did parody trailers of Aladdin and The Little Mermaid, calling these shorts Interstitials. Other movies he has shown up in is Treasure Planet, Brother Bear, Big Hero 6, and Ralph Breaks Internet. After Lilo and Stitch was released, it became a sensational hit, and with that, catapulting Stitch as a beloved Disney character. The movie was quickly sequeled a year later in 2003 with Stitch the Movie, where Stitch discovers the existence of all 625 experiments that took place before him. Eventually, in the TV series, Lilo and Stitch meet all 625 experiments, which all have a resemblance to the beloved Stitch character. This cuddly alien of destruction became very popular all over the world, but especially in Asia, causing a TV series in 2008 called Stitch, which takes place in Japan with Stitch and a girl named Yuna. There's also a Chinese spin-off called Stitch and I that was released in 2017, which has Stitch bond with a Chinese girl named Ai Ling. I like how they did the marketing. It's kind of like a Grella marketing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's kind of funny because he he was animation. he was on the animation of... Beauty and the Beast and the Lion King. So it makes sense that as someone who was in animation to go into those kind of movies that he worked on to be able to add in stitch easily uh, and get those, uh get those rights to it. Yeah. I, um, I don't remember that because I guess, I mean, what year was this? 2002, 2002. I mean, I don't remember seeing those though. When it first came out, I've seen them since like on YouTube and stuff. But I don't remember them actually when it happened. I remember
3: the Lion King one.
1: Yeah. It's kind of been a, been a while, huh?
3: Yeah, actually, uh, Birds of Prey just did that. Birds of Prey one, with a
1: Harley Quinn, whatever?
3: Yeah, there was a trailer, and it, like, showed that it was something else. And then, like, she smashes away the title, and it's Harley Quinn standing there. I forget what the movie...
2: Oh, really? I haven't seen that. Yeah, yeah. In 2004, Disney World opens Stitch's Great Escape in the Tomorrowland area of the Magic Kingdom, taking over extraterrestrial... Alien Encounter This is a theater in the round multi-sensory experience. Stitch of course escapes from being captured and destroys the high security prisoner transport chamber. He even wrecks havoc among the audience members in the dark. Stitch has easily become one of the top sellers for merchandise for Disney, with his iconic look being able to be used for almost everything Disney distributes. He spawned three official video games and is seen in Kingdom Hearts 2 and 3 and Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep. He is also a playable character for Disney Infinity Series, Disney Infinity Marvel Superheroes, and Disney Infinity 3.0. If Disney makes anything that can be stylized to show your favorite movie or character, then you bet that it could be stitched.
1: You really can just put him on anything.
2: Yeah. So he's in Disney Infinity Superheroes, so he can fight alongside the Hulk.
1: Yeah, he can. (laughs) Yep, and I uh, played, uh, you know, through the Kingdom Hearts series, and you can... You don't play as Stitch, mm-hmm. but you you'll play alongside of him, and you'll see him like in in the games. Oh yeah, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, I never got to play. I played
3: um, the Disney Infinity. Uh, I was using Maleficent a lot. She was overpowered. Guess who I play as? The Hulk. Yep, I do have the Hulk. <laughs> so you're basically playing as Lilo.
2: You mean talking about Stitch?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, they're all the same. <laughs> you you do the uh, the office. Lilo is the human version of Stitch. No, so. W- what Stitch then, the alien version, version of,
2: of Hulk? <laughs> oh gosh! <laughs> you started it. It's like the Office meme with the two pictures. I can't see the difference. Just hold the picture of Lilo and the picture of uh, the Hulk.
1: <laughs> but you know, it's kind of like it's. It's like if if something's messed up and they mess up on something, they can be like, "This their Stitch in there. and He messed it up. Yeah, kind of cover it up, right? Because could... he's just always causing problems. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah." I I like how they did the the character meetup, right? The Stitch character meetup. He's like taller than... He's like six feet tall, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's not tiny. Yeah. Right, but yeah, in the show, he's
1: three feet. Yeah, I know. Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, he's six feet tall too, I guess. And so is Mickey and Minnie. They must be like six feet tall.
3: (laughs) Yeah, but with Mickey and Minnie, there's nothing to reference their size. You haven't seen them in a movie next
2: to humans. That's true. They'll only been yeah, in the Mickey sure. universe.
1: But how about Winnie the Pooh? He's seen Christopher Robin. Yeah, no, they messed up with that kid. one. He's supposed oh, to be a Christopher Robin's an adult the whole time. No, yeah, that. but that's, <laughs> that's in the movie. I know, I'm joking. Uh, I'm sure there's a lot of characters like that. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah I know. Uh, I yeah, could
3: hire someone smaller and fit in there. What right? do you mean, by smaller, Adam? <laughs> well, I was. You know. I heard Brad Williams say. You can only
1: call them, a, call them a dwarf if they're carrying a ba- uh, battle axe. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be really cool uh-huh. if, we enough, if we get enough Patreons that we can have someone look this stuff up for us when we're talking and tell us. Oh, we're going to like have them on
3: um, Twitch or something and they can be typing in by oh, listening. that's a good idea too.
1: Quick fire, quick
2: facts. Let's go. In the first draft of Lilo and Stitch, the movie took place in Kansas. Stitch can serve, but water is one of his main weaknesses. His high density makes him susceptible
1: to drowning. WatchMojo.com ranks Stitch as their ninth funniest Disney character.
2: Stitch is one out of 629 experiments. Stitch is the captain of the Big Red Battleship 9000. We all agree, here at DizHiz, Stitch
1: is a likable and iconic character.
2: Hey Joey, what you drinking?
1: Okay, Joey, so what's going on, man? What what you drinking?
0: What's up, gentlemen? Hanging out, having a good night. We're talking about Stitch, hanging out in Tomorrowland, a Mm -hmm. ride that is basically cursed. that has been renovated half a dozen times, I think.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: What did they do? It used to be Mission to Mars, and then it was...
3: Extraterrestrial alien encounter.
0: But what was it before that? It was was the, the Delta Airlines ride where you basically we're bored for three minutes as you rode over clouds. Right.
1: I don't remember that one. Yeah. I don't remember that one either. Never, yeah. But yeah. as the
0: oldest guy here, I'm pretty sure I can talk about that. I remember sitting in a very slow moving thing and it was, I remember it was a mission of Mars, man, it was something about the moon. And I know that when you're on the, um, the people mover, they say, Mr. Johnson. And they make the, 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 the reference to the two guys that were responsible. Then it was the thing that scared kids.
3: Yeah, that was and the extraterrestrial. Then it was the,
0: okay. Then it was the thing where the alien burps, it smells like vomit, and you're supposed to think it's a chili dog, and everybody is disgusted, and as you leave the area, everybody's frowning.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And it was a stitch ride.
1: Yeah, and I heard that might and be not, putting a Wreck-It Ralph ride there. That's fine. And, oh, they are? See, I didn't think the footprint was big enough, because now, right
0: now, I was there, literally, I was there this morning, and it's a meet-and-greet with Stitch now.
1: I did not know and
0: that. Yeah. Now it's currently a meet and greet with stitch. That's open when it feels like being open. And, um, there, uh, yeah, the mention is that they're going to turn into something you know, tomorrowland themes, but the only tomorrowland thing Disney ever did was a failed movie. Yep. So, I mean, Rick and Ralph makes sense, but that's over at Epcot right now.
3: Yeah. Uh, he's standing where, when you get off a uh, figment.
0: Yeah. Which again, makes no sense. It's, there's three or four things at Disney that I'm pretty sure are just in limbo. And they're like, we will figure this
3: out. Oh, yeah, because Joy is over there as well from Inside Out.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, but it's random. It's like, well, I get to do with Pixar films, but they're not even in the same universe. Like, Ralph never met Joy in some crossover episode of a TV
2: show. But so, Stitch the was in there. That's true. <laughs> uh, that random. That ride you're talking about, it was... Originally, flight to the moon. Then it was mission to Mars. Then it was yeah. extraterrestrial.
0: Yeah, and then it was Stitched a Great Escape. Uh huh. Now it's a meet and greet, and eventually it will be another thing that is either going. If if they were smart, I mean, the footprint on that thing is so small. Just make it a gift shop. Do what Disney does. Tell me things I don't need. Yeah, but make all it a,
3: gift shops freaking, have to be at the end of a ride. We all know that.
1: That's right. Yes. Homer Simpson said it so much. Yes, be he did. Yeah, but guess what? You know, there's not a there's not a gift shop at the end of Rise of the Resistance. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. No, well, there's no.
0: there's a there's a kiosk there's a kiosk that it spits you out right there. But the problem is, nothing there is good except for those really cool Rebel Alliance flags. Like, unless your kid wants to be a fighter pilot and is already accepted, he's going to live with you until he's in his forties. That gift <laughs> shop is useless. It's literally helmets and collectible crap that will impress nobody
1: you just, they really need to read you're, you're you're dissing what half the, our uh, listeners out yeah, there come that, on man thanks come on. joey i'm no, gonna because to cut I'm, that out i'm a self-hating nerd i'm a self-hating nerd <laughs> me too me too but you're not I'm at a your Italian parent's house it
0: doesn't eat pasta i get it it sucks but there's so much they could do with that i mean why aren't they selling x-wings y-wings tie fighters various models and things you know uh, they made the Buzz Lightyear that fly. Anyway, anyway, we're getting off target. We need to be talking about alcohol. <laughs> yes. We need to be yeah. talking about alcohol. So, with Stitch, That's did the you go the Hawaiian? not or did you go? Well, alien? The problem is with Stitch. No, well, I went Alien because I already did the Polynesian. Yeah, yeah, sure. So we're hanging on at Stitch. I was feeling motivated, and I was like, I need to drink something green. Okay. Oh. But there's no futuristic alcohol, so I panicked. So I ended up jumping on the monorail. I headed over to the Contemporary. Went to the Outer Rim bar. I was hanging out with my buddy, Jose, who works at that bar consistently. Um, he just picked up a job at uh, Wilderness Lodge. And I'm just drinking Dory Sours. It made sense. It was the only green drink I could think of. And I was already mad because I basically traveled 12 minutes to get there. So I was like, let's just do this. <laughs> so you go to the Outer Rim Bar. They got a decent beer menu. Mm-hmm. Um, you can drink your shopper hoppers. They have an IPA. Uh, they carry Cigar City. There's a couple of token drinks, but two or three in, I was getting bored. Or tired. I can never tell the difference anymore. So I went downstairs to the Wave. And when you go to the Wave, that's the one that's downstairs. And oh, By the way, if ever you are told by a travel agent that you're going to the Contemporary to watch fireworks at night, don't eat at the Wave because that's the one that's downstairs in the back of the hotel on the bottom floor. Yeah, you're not you going to see anything from that. Exactly. So lesson learned. But um, went to the Wave, killed a couple of vodka martinis. Life that's good, man. I'm not going to complain. Everything was good. The bartenders know what they're doing. The only downside is I had to listen to Radio Disney for for about 30 minutes. And I don't have any kids, so I had nothing to relate to.
3: You are waiting for some uh, J.R.R. or something like that? Some real rock? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I was
0: hanging out, waiting for a local Orlando station to come on and be like, Screamed their call letters at me, and then to hear Dan Stone's voice tell me all about what I was doing. Uh-huh. And instead, I listened to, I think, Ariana Grande do a cover of When You Wish Upon a Star.
2: Ooh, oh, I love that one. Come on. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you can't I, you, you Dan think, Stone has a great voice, too.
0: Dude, that guy, I want, I, I'm i just wondering, and uh, you know, they do the cameo, like the cameo uh, app where you can pay celebrities. Yeah. yeah. Why is he not on there? I feel like he'd make a fortune, dude. Like, oh. I just want, like, yeah. Dan Stone, if I give you 500 bucks, will you leave my voice now, please? Yeah, that would be good.
1: The outer—he's got the deepest voice. Nerd. The outer rim bar. Where is that located? That's at the contemporary, right? But like, what floor? Do you know where so, it's at?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The outer rim bar is if you get off the monorail and you go downstairs, um, you get on, you get on uh, one set of escalators, you hang a right, you look over, and you will see Chef Mickey. Everybody knows Chef Mickey. That's yeah. Oh yeah. If, if you're eating at a character dining, seventy percent of my clients that are eating character dining are doing Chef Mickey because it's a staple. It's Eggs, bacon, sausage, and Mickey. So, right next to it on the right is the Contempo Cafe. And that's where you go in the morning if you want to get some steel cut oatmeal and some grits and you just want to, you know, powerhouse through. The cool thing is they do sell beer there right when it opens. So, if that thing opens at seven in the morning, you can shock on a beer before work or um, um, hanging out. And um, to the left of it is the, the uh, Outer Rim Bar. And the cool thing is that is debatably one of the classiest bars because it's got a great view of nothing, a beautiful, Beautiful view, pristine, floor-to-ceiling windows of water and trees.
1: Okay. Like, I, know, the, I know what you're talking fact, about now. Right? The fact that they don't
0: stick any kind of a, uh, what's the term that Disney uses? The, the weenies. Um, a Cinderella's castle, an Epcot ball, a Brahmin's Chinese theater, a tree of life, anything back there for people to look at because the view is gorgeous but all you see is trees and a hotel that Disney doesn't own, which is the gateboard. So it's, it's awesome, but I wish I had something to look at while I was drinking. You know what I mean? But a great view. Yeah. Nothing, but a great view.
1: Yeah. But you know, sometimes when you're sitting there and you're sometimes that's, what, that's what that's what you want to look at to give your brain a break. You know, when you're sitting there walking very, around Disney all day, you know, you just want to sit down and just like, you know, you don't want to think about anything. You just want to look and drink.
0: It's, it's very Zen. It is very peaceful. Like if I was going to listen to a, um I don't know. If if I was going to put on a, um, what's it called? A podcast a about Disney history. <laughs> well, normally <laughs> if I'm sitting there hanging out, I pop on business because I can listen to you guys uh, on my phone, which is amazing. And I sit there and listen to the amazing history of Disney as I, I drink and it's peaceful and I love it. However, if you, uh, travel a hundred yards forward, you can go out the doors if you're going to Bay Lake Tower, hang a left. Oh, yeah. And that little balcony area, that's where you can watch the fireworks at night.
1: No oh. charge. Yeah, on the bridge, right?
0: That, right. Well, not just the bridge. All the, oh, yeah, the balcony. On the left. Yeah, they play yeah, yeah. the music in. And that used to it's so funny, for the longest time that used to be the place you would take dates if you wanted to impress someone like you knew something. And Disney found that out and immediately made it the VIP seating
1: area. Yeah, because there's seats so, out there and everything.
0: There's speakers and everything, and they played the music in. But so many people knew it was there that now it's all roped off, and Disney uses that as a VIP seating area for their people that want to spend money that they didn't know they had.
3: Uh, yeah, it gets busy during um, New Year's, too.
0: That's true. Dude, that New Year's bar crawl is amazing. They do a thing. It's the Skyliner Dine in the Sky where you start at the Contemporary, um, you do a drink there, and they have an appetizer. Then you hop on the monorail. They power straight through to the Polynesian. You get off there. You do a drink and an appetizer. They take you to the Grand Floridian. Same thing. Um, and then you go to the Magic Kingdom to watch fireworks. But they do that at New Year's. It, it, it's a little pricey, but it actually is worth it. It's pretty awesome.
1: That sounds really cool. That yeah, sounds nice. Yep.
0: It's a blast, man. We so should take do, the we, wife, take a girlfriend.
1: You know, <laughs> you know, you know, you <laughs> know. Do you know what we have to do? Is We have to do that, but not... Uh, I mean, you can do that really any time. I mean, you, you don't have to go... It doesn't have to be a special day or well, a special event. You can just do that, right?
0: No. Oh, dude, I'll drink on a Tuesday with you guys. If yeah. you're ever in my neck of the woods, because I know how long you guys travel to hang out, and I appreciate it. If you're ever at Disney that night where you guys are... If we're just going to bro out and
1: grab a room where we can all pass out, I'm down. For sure, man. Hey, Joey, uh, so... Oh, we can. Uh, you know, you good. mentioned uh, Chef Mickey's. You know, bringing your families to Chef Mickey's and character uh-huh. character breakfast. Over, I, I went to Topolinas. Have Have you, oh you know, at, at the Riviera? You and they have a really good character was, breakfast there too. Here's the cool thing about Topolina. I was
0: very fortunate. Um, I know she listens, hello. Um One of my uh, best clients is a travel agent from Texas, and. She sends, I'd say a solid, probably 10% of my clients come from her. She got me in opening day at Topolina. Oh, wow. It's, dude, it was, an, it was insane. It's Mickey, Minnie, Donald, and Daisy. Everything is art themed. And it is the only place on Disney property. God, I don't know why they don't do this. Where you can get filet mignon and eggs for breakfast with a mimosa.
3: Mm-hmm. It's a nice breakfast.
0: It's, it's the best thing you could ever eat in your life at 7 o'clock in the morning with a mimosa and Mickey, Minnie, Donald, and Daisy, and they're in their best costume. That is probably, I, I, I need to book that as far in advance as I can because I have a feeling that's going to become the most requested dining on Disney property. It's pretty amazing.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. It is definitely different. It's, uh, it's really cool and a lot of fun.
0: And it's cool because it's on the Skyliner. So think about this. When Star Wars Galaxy's Edge stops becoming the most popular thing on God's green Earth, and it actually opens at nine, like it's supposed to. Yeah. You grab that seven o'clock reservation. You jump on the sky. You know, you're you're done by yeah. seven forty-five. You jump on the Skyliner. You're there by eight thirty. You could you could have the best breakfast, book the best attractions, and be done by noon.
1: That's Living the, the world
0: I want to live in.
1: Yeah, uh, man, That's what I right. want.
0: I'm, t- I'm I'm gonna I'll book that for every client. I can't wait. Yeah. What are we going to do at Disney's Day at the parks, by the
1: way? Hey, man, I'm hoping spring break's coming up for me here in a little bit. Adam, do you have off spring break? Because I know sometimes you take no. off the same now. I, mean, uh, I can
3: take off days, but I have, right now I don't have anything off.
1: I'm hoping we can do it sometime here in March. We can get together, maybe hang out, you know, right. go to the parks, all hang out together. Because uh, d-
0: because you guys are two of your teachers and one of you is a gigolo, right? <laughs>
1: That's
0: correct.
3: But my girlfriend uh, works for the school board, so she's off too.
0: There we go. Then we'll take a floating crowd of degenerate alcoholics. We'll go (laughs) grab breakfast at Topolino. We'll go to Star Wars. I'll get us the first reservation available at um, Olga's Cantina. So this way we don't have to lose our buzz. And we'll keep the party
1: going. Yeah, definitely to plan a date. Yeah, for sure, man.
0: (laughs) And then we'll drop two grand on building lightsabers.
1: I I don't know about that, but (laughs) I can make my own lightsabers at home.
0: No, no, no. I'm telling you, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to get, get rip-snorting, angry, pissed, drunk and I'm just going to be like, here's my credit card. I yeah, got this. Joey said he's dropping morning, two grand. Man. <laughs> yeah. I'm in. And I'll wake up in the morning and go, did I just, did I spend $2,000 on lightsabers? What the hell did I do? But the hashtag best day ever. So it's cool. Okay,
1: Joey, would you uh, just want to kind of share how we can find you on social media?
0: Absolutely. I am at the Joey Mazant. The easiest way to do that is hold on the shift button and hit the number two. That's gonna give you the at the Joey Mazant. Mazant has two Zs, and if you can't spell V, we have nothing in
1: common. I was wondering where you're going with that. Hold the uh, shift button. I (laughs) like that though. I like it. (laughs) Sounds good, Joey. Thanks. Thanks again for calling. Thank you guys. Talk to you later. Bye bye. Hey, so we just wanna give a shout out to our Patreon members. You know, we got Steve and we got Ben. Mm -hmm. They've been with us since the beginning, you know. Uh, I just want to say thank you for both of you guys. We love chatting with you guys in the Discord chat. Um, and just thanks. Uh, I should probably we, say a little more thanks to Steve. Yeah, well, I mean, he's been winning all of our stuff. Isn't that thanks enough? <laughs> <laughs> just joking. We do love you, Steve. <laughs> memories,
2: memories. Talking about those, this is memories.
1: Adam, do you have any memories?
3: Uh, Like I said, I didn't see the full movie. I know that 100% sure now. Um, but no, I remember seeing bits and parts of it and I just enjoy like when I saw him on other things, um, when he did the Simba thing, you know, and then same, he's a cute character when you see him as a
2: backpack, see him on t-shirts things like that. How about you, uh, Alex? Um, uh, memories about Stitch? Uh, not really. Um, I mean, I remember watching the movie as growing up, I've seen it a few times growing up and I've seen it again as an adult. And it's definitely one of, the, one of the movies I like a lot. But iconic about him, nothing much other than you see him a lot around Disney. Not the yeah. character itself, but you see yeah. his image around Disney yep. a lot.
1: Very true. Uh, I don't have very many memories also with Stitch, you know. The memories I do have are all kind of funny. You know, the one with him. I remember it was all over the news here in, in Florida when they opened, opened up the ride and Stitch TP'd the, the castle. Mm-hmm. Cinderella's castle. That was really funny I, the whole in, him outside over at Disney Springs, and he's spitting water at people. that's pretty funny because you always sit there and just I mean I know I always do sorry I always sit there and kind of watch people get spit on on accident, and they're like, "What the heck?" And yeah. stitch the spit in water so I, I didn't I watched the movie I would say within the past couple of years, I didn't really watch it you know when it first came out. I would say just recently, I watched it with my son, and I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the movie a lot. Adam, how do you have him as a wallpaper and
2: you haven't even seen the movie all the way? I feel like that's kind of like posing a little bit. Oh, yeah, so I'm a poser.
3: But it's a wallpaper I made, so it's special.
1: So you guys want to talk about what you did, what you did at Disney? Um, Disney. <clears throat> I didn't go to Disney. Um... We want to recap the towels at the pool. What's that all about?
3: Oh, yes, yes. I think we skimmed over it. Alex was trying to say in the last episode, only the main pools had the towels and not the other ones, Mm -hmm. which I think we might have gone away from that and just said, nope, there's towels. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, it is the main pools that are guaranteed, you know, like... Uh They're
1: guaranteed to have towels.
3: I've always seen them at the main... When I said I always see them, I forgot. Main pools.
1: Saratoga Springs has, Mm -hmm. like four or five pools and they have towels and all of them. I,
3: maybe because that's a DVC. Oh, maybe. Okay. I know. Like I know when you go to some of the lower ones, um, the nineties, eighties, what is that? Yeah, one? The pop century pop century. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember ever seeing towels next to the smaller pools. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I put that and then Also, I forgot to mention on the last episode that the, when I said that me and Melissa went by ourselves, the kids stayed home. We went ahead and booked fast passes on their magic bands and we took them to the parks and they worked. I was told by an employee that they were told it would not work. And she says she was curious to see. I'm like, but it's not for this ride. She goes, well, you can still scan it and I can tell you if it's going to activate for the next one. So I scan it. She goes, yep, yeah, it's, it's activated. So
1: that means you could go ahead and do go on more fast passes. If you, that person's not with you,
2: you can go to the ride twice in a row or another ride. I mean another
1: ride? Well, they're ride. all linked together. No,
2: no, no.
3: Right, but we didn't book the same passes. So we oh, booked our really? own passes. Yeah. You don't have to when you oh, select the people do it my wife I does see it. what
1: you're saying. So if they book other So
3: if you know Alex and Christine are not going, mm-hmm. you just have them book fast passes for you, take their bands
1: with you, now you have more rides to go. You on. are cheating the system. Oh my what?
3: gosh. I
2: hope no one at Disney listens to this.
1: I <laughs> know. <laughs> they got to shut that down real quick. You go to Disney next jail. Week, because No, the, next week on the news, they, the, they'll have, now everyone's, we're like, whoa, hold on one second. I'm on a fast pass line. Why is it taking so long? Because I check in everyone's ID. <laughs> yeah.
3: Um, no, because the girl even said, she's like, well, we were told that it has to be checked in at the turnstile. Mm-hmm. She's like, but I want to know for
1: myself. If yeah, It will work,
3: yeah, and yeah, it, you know, even the band I had said Connor. Interesting, on it. but so you that. can actually,
1: I mean, you can go ahead and get them. So I can get passes. a mind train for, I mean, uh, fast pass for mind train for myself, Mel, Nick, whatever, uh-huh. and use Nick's fast pass. But nor, but I'm saying if that person's not with you, you could always do it
3: if they're yeah, with you. Yeah. The whole point was, does it have to be scanned when you go into the park? Right. Which, mm-hmm. if the person's not with you, mm-hmm. you can't do it because fingerprint. Y- yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. unless you have a bandaid on and then they don't make you take your bandaid off and they go, okay, you're good.
3: Yeah, But then they snap your picture and they see the profile. Yeah.
2: Do they? Yeah, they do. Uh, I haven't seen that one. Uh,
3: Melissa has an issue with her fingerprint. One out of every 10 times she goes, she has to stand in front of the iPad and get her picture taken because her oh, really? fingerprint does not work.
2: Oh, yet. oh, I oh know wow.
3: That. Uh, I, when I went on Soren, you could see in the dome that um, where they put the panels to make the dome. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. There's cracks in it really bad down at the bottom left. Mm-hmm. And it gets annoying when you're going through the uh, white, you know, the lighter scenes, and you see those cracks. It's like, couldn't they fill those in?
1: Maybe a is multi- that something billion do you,
3: dollar company?
1: Do you think that's something that? I mean, they're going through a lot of refurbishments on a lot of the rides, right? So maybe that's one that's coming soon. Because I think when they redid the movie, they didn't redo the screen. They but it's not a screen;
3: the, it's a dome there, and you can tell the panels.
1: Yeah, I know. Like I, I noticed it too. It so I know. I noticed it. There's there's some other cracks in some other areas too on that ride. I think there's a couple right in the middle. I think. All right, with that, and then um,
3: we're gonna t- uh, the castle's getting redone. Yeah, yeah, man. So yeah it's gonna, be like,
1: it's gonna be like a lot of gold, right?
3: Yeah. So, uh, how long is there gonna be a tarp over it?
1: Is <laughs> it th- gonna be a tarp over the whole thing? No, I don't know, but it's like
3: how are they gonna redo. I mean, are we gonna see
1: parts of it done mm-hmm. at certain times and parts of it not? I would think so. Yeah, and, and I mean, it's gonna mess up some people's pictures. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Well, they had
2: that when they were fixed. They're uh, doing construction on it. Yep, yeah, they sure did. They well, had like no. the
1: cranes in the back. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, so it, so you I w-
1: have that one family that comes down once every five years. Yeah, no, Hopefully, right. it's not during that time. I will was bring it?
3: this back up when we do the castle, or should I should I hold off on this? I know a fun fact of um, how many people. Go ahead. Uh, when the castle was a giant cake, um, they had over two hundred weddings canceled that year. What do you mean it was a giant cake.
1: You know what I mean? Oh, uh, like when they redid it? Yeah, they redid it and made it a cake. Uh-huh. Made it a cake. I wonder how long it takes them to redo it, because that sounds like, I mean, they redid it and made it a cake. That it was all fiberglass like- cake. Uh,
3: if, what are you talking about? I will bring bring up a picture. He's going to show us a picture.
1: That That's our castle right there.
3: Would you want that in your photo behind you when you're getting your wedding when you just paid, how much did we say? No. Minimum of 5000
2: A clown cake. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. How long was that like oh that my for? Gosh, yeah. For a full year, I believe. It was, wow. It was during
3: the um underground tour. She said that they had over two hundred cancellations.
2: Wow. That's crazy. You could see why. That's yeah, a little I agree. extravagant. Yeah. So, all right. Uh Alex, did you do anything Disney? Um, we didn't do too much Disney. We uh watched some movies. I'm getting my weeks mixed up now of what we watched here and there, but uh we watched Mary Poppins last time, right? So yeah, yeah, right we, we did
3: just record what f- Four days ago? Yeah.
2: But <laughs> well, we start. we watched something recently since then. Give me, let's go to Joe. We'll Joe, what you do?
1: Okay, so I uh, went to the Riviera Hotel. I kind of talked about when Joey was on. You know, we ate at Topolina's. We ate uh, breakfast there and it was a character breakfast. I, it was great. I uh, remember you saying that the lobby's small. Mm-hmm. The lobby is really small. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really fancy, mm-hmm. but it does have a Disney touch to it. There's no doubt about it. But is it not really fancy? like be- it's it's really
3: fancy because of that you have the the main lobby that is what a quarter the size of any other hotel oh
1: yeah it's probably even less than that than right exactly the- yeah. that's tiny yeah but uh this like with art you know you have to pay attention to the details that's where that's where it's all at it's in the details like when you're walking up and you have the fountains it's and this the the design of the fountains are really nice. Yeah, and then know? they have the tile work that shows the stories. It's, it's, exactly, it's just the little oh yeah, that part's awesome. It has like yeah. tangled and uh, Peter Pan, you know, uh, Neverland has the clock, right. Big Ben, and all Big that. Yep. It's uh, that's super awesome. The whole art feel of it, the artistic feel of it's really really nice not my favorite resort but my wife's an art teacher and she, that's her new favorite resort
3: okay so now when you go to another uh like art animation mm-hmm. you there's more it seems like you can look at to do
1: mm-hmm. because it's not as fancy because it's fancy they have to take some of that gimmicky stuff out yeah but they still have a little bit of the gimmicky, gimmicky stuff yeah. i mean they have a i'm not sure if you when you went there or the around, courtyard well, they have the courtyard, and that's really cool. But now, but uh, so when you enter the lobby, right to the left, there's like a little community room. Mm-hmm. And there's like checkers, there's Scrabble, there's like Disney cartoons playing on a TV. Also in the lobby, I'm not sure if you noticed, but they have like a di- like a huge digital iPad. It's like a table, but mm-hmm. it was people, the kids were able to play on it and stuff. Which, which was, was a in a cool. small room too. It was in a small room, yeah. but the the community room that they had there was pretty. It was no, nice but the size. kids. All right, so for the
3: kids' room, if you're checking in, you got three families checking in. Mm-hmm. Your kids are out of luck. Yeah, right. there was only enough room for maybe three, four kids. You're in right, but if, you're,
1: but if you are going to be going to a place with three kids, that's probably I would not yeah, bring. No. I wouldn't bring my, you know, kids to that resort and all the other ones. I yeah, mean, Art of Animation, Caribbean Beach Resort, so do you Animal Kingdom Lodge? So you're
3: on the same level with me. Four kids, that's too fancy of a hotel.
1: Oh, I agree. Yeah, it's definitely a fancy hotel. When you pull up to it, you you. When you are pulling up, you can be like, oh, this hotel looks fancy. And it the
3: parking look. lot is a quarter, of, uh, maybe an eighth of any other
1: parking lot, too. Yeah, Well, there's two, there's two parking lots. I only, I only saw the one. It's small. Well, it's not a very big resort. I, when I went over there because I said I wanted to eat there. It's he, a DVC resort.
3: The guy told me I'd have to drive over to Disney Springs and catch a bus. Oh, yeah? yeah. Wow. I was like, oh, that's kind of crappy. But
1: when you think of the uh, Bay Lake Tower... -hmm. Bay Lake Tower is not very big. It's a part of the Contemporary, right? Mm -hmm. And I feel like this is kind of part of the Caribbean Beach Resort, right? Because Caribbean Beach is like right there.
3: Yeah. So, Alex, a question for you: Mm -hmm. If it was three of you going to a buffet breakfast, how much would you spend? What's
1: the What's your cap? (laughs) I'm asking Alex.
2: Yeah. Uh, I'm asking Alex because I know how much you spent. Okay. So, is this Disney? Yeah, Disney. Okay. So, Disney buffet for three of us. I'd say breakfast. Breakfast. Yeah. See, I think that makes a difference. Breakfast over dinner? I don't know. I guess like 45, 50, I guess, I'd assume. Each? No, 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 no. Oh. <laughs> I like oh, yeah. total. 60. Yeah. Well, what'd you
1: pay, Joe? Like 50 bucks each. 50 bucks each? You must have said your bills. Oh, are... uh, no, 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 no. Always a little bit more. It was like $132, I think, for yeah. all three of us.
3: Isn't that insane for breakfast? Wow.
1: Yeah, but uh, so obviously not my favorite be- breakfast. Uh, I would rather go to Chef Mickey's, right, than this place, but. This is a meat and greens? Yeah, it is a meet and Oh, green. So it's a have, meet greet. Yeah, yeah. So you have the four characters. and get right, squad. The, chara- the characters are, are really... The, how they're dressed, their outfits are so cool. I mean, they're but,
2: awesome. But if that's a character breakfast, three people, 130, I don't think that's bad. Would you pay it? I mean, I would pay it because I'm cheap <laughs> right. and i will like spending money. But would, I'm saying like for a character breakfast, that's not bad. See, I would pay it for a
1: dinner. I, I don't... Think the, f- I'd pay it for the food was breakfast. great. Food was great. I ate French. I had the waffles. Hold on, let me think for a minute. Was it French toast? I had I had waffles with like you know. Was
3: it cinnamon? No. French toast?
1: <laughs> no, 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 it wasn't. I had waffles. I had like a marmalade like an orange marmalade sauce on it, and some fruit on it. And a, what did I have aside? side? I had some bacon for the side. <laughs> Mel it had the, like the croissant with ham and cheese and all that. Mm-hmm. Which, the ham on it was so good. The ham was so delicious. I mean, to
3: put it in perspective for the price, you could have eaten at the Cinderella's castle. Well, I know, man.
1: And that's a character too. I know, but it doesn't have the art characters. Mickey was dressed in like an art smock mm-hmm. with like paint all over him. This is right, right up your alley, man. I don't know. That price isn't on my alley. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you done coughing there? Hey, yeah, man, you know something? I work hard, so I'm gonna go ahead and play uh, hard okay. too. So it doesn't make a difference <laughs> to me. I would, I would, you know, I'm not. It is kind of pricey for what you get. Like I said, I'd rather go to Chef Mickey's and get more for my money. But uh, I can see it's definitely going there again. There's no doubt about it. The food was great. It's top-notch food right? Top notch. The characters, the whole experience was great. Top notch. The characters were great. Top they, notch. they all came around to the tables like they're supposed to. They all gave the, the, you got the Disney experience, plus it felt fancy. Then when you were done eating, you can go out to the terrace over there, kind of look over, you know, you can see the Skyliners going, and that's my favorite part about that hotel. I'm not a big fan of the Skyliners, like obviously, but I did ride the Skyliners that day because we went to Epcot after went to the art festival. Um, the, um, I mean, you, you leave that resort two minute walking you're you're at a skyliner going somewhere
3: yeah just so you know
2: now that you said work hard play hard i have wiz khalifa stuck in my head okay so um my the thing I did in Disney this week was Peter I might we be watched I might done working, man Come <laughs> oh my on. gosh
1: so I went to the uh, so we went to Epcot right after okay. walked around the art festival Oh yeah I forgot about you Road Living with the Land you know which is my our one of our favorite rides Speed
3: uh-huh. it up he's going to die over there I've been choking Hey, fun. I noticed <laughs>
1: on Living with the Land that yes. they remember I talked about a couple um, Yes yeah, they changed out the sc- the screens they have updated videos They do have updated but the one oh, tree that's in the middle they took the tree out of the middle There's like the one tree that one of the um creators of the ride he put it there when the ride first opened. Mm-hmm. And uh when I went in the behind the seats tour, it was getting too big. It was going too, growing big. too was, big and yeah. they took it out of there.
3: They re did they replant it, I think. They had to. Where they
1: yeah. replant? It? I'm I'm to it, but we, we looked at it, I was like, What? Where's the tree? We took a picture with the tree, you know? The tree's gone. I was like, Oh my gosh, they must have had to open it up. And- nope,
3: never mind. I'm thinking of something else. I'm thinking of a tree that Walt
2: Disney picked out. Wait, so they updated those screens finally at the end? No, not the ones
1: at oh. the end in the
3: middle. No. Those aren't screens, those are just still pictures with lights behind it. The the video <laughs> 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 That's what it is. It's crappy. Yeah, right, like they, right. And then they put that black mesh in front of it. What's that yeah, doing?
2: Stopping people from throwing uh, um, pennies. <laughs> no.
1: It keeps the animals from going to It's, it's stopping people from throwing ashes.
3: <laughs> uh. No, the other videos that has a giant stage for whatever reason, and there's like four giant um, projection screens, they have, you can tell, updated videos because mm. some of them are like 1080, some are not.
2: Oh. So. This week at Disney didn't do too much. We watched uh, Peter Pan the animation movie um with my daughter. It was I haven't seen it in a while. Is there another Peter Pan? No, you're right. There's no okay. other Peter Pan. Uh we watched that and uh um, ooh, that's the next movie I want to do. Hook. Hook? Yeah, that's that's a We just started. One. Wa- I just started putting that on at uh my school Hook. And I haven't seen it in a while and I was like, "Man, Peter's not really nice to his kids. He's not really fun at all." <laughs> Like I remember the movie, but not the beginning. Like my goodness. And Rufio. Woo. Rufio. Oh. Rufi so Rufi. uh yeah, so Hook is Disney, right? Yes. Okay, cool. Right?
1: I don't uh, know. I'm not sure. Hmm,
2: I'm not look sure it up. up. Maybe we won't be doing that history. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I did look up uh the, the latest trailer from Milan because I don't think I've seen it let the last trailer from Milan. And you know it. It got rated PG thirteen. Yep, it's the first one that's PG thirteen. Yeah, but
3: as we've stated before, things have changed over the time. So mm. they're having sword fights. It yeah. is not. Oh darn it! Oh, yep. I just try Star
1: Pictures, Amblin Entertainment, not uh, Disney. Oh, definitely not if it's Amblin. It's
3: um. Oh, E. T. Guy. Steve Spielberg. Yeah, Steven yep.
2: Spielberg. So, um, but I watched the trailer, and after watching the latest trailer from Milan, I don't think it's going to do well i honestly you know i honestly do not think it's going to do well
3: but maybe there's going to be that catch that we haven't seen yet
2: yeah i think so it's, it's going way to. different than the movie cuz there's they, no talking dragon no, not only that have you seen it the I've trailer seen, i've never seen the movie oh my god <laughs> so they have them like running on walls like hitting crouching t- like, tiger yes, hitting dragon style like running on walls and why is that going to be bad because it's not like the original movie they never ran on walls in original mulan it's not superhuman weirdness. It's just actual. Right. Oh yeah, history. It's not,
1: it has a little dragon yeah, but, in a right. And that's where that's I'm
3: confused because they said they're not putting in the dragon. They're not. Right. So if you can't have a flying talking dragon, right. why can you? But they run have a witch
2: walk? as well. Have you seen the Mulan? The original Mulan. Yeah. Is there a witch in it? I don't remember there being a witch. Uh, I don't remember. Because there's the, to go with the the Mongols or Huns, uh, there's a witch to go with them and i don't remember there being a witch in the original i don't remember um and then it from the trailer it looks like there's gonna be a lot of fighting scenes and mulan didn't have i mean mulan was mostly about like training and then fighting and then backstory and then story and then training and and then then fighting
3: comedian dragon yeah eddie murphy
2: a lot of dragon I never saw it, like I said, but we're planning on watching. Is it worth a watch? Yeah, it's good. It's good. I haven't seen it in a long time, but we watched it recently because my daughter wanted to watch it. Mm -hmm. And she actually just put it on as I was leaving to come out here to the podcast. And I thought it was okay. I mean, it's not up there with Mount. Yeah, so I'll have to
3: definitely check out the new trailer to see that. But that is interesting why they would put Wall walking or running and uh, Take Out a Dragon.
2: Yeah, I don't know. But I don't think, because people are going to go see it because they liked Mulan. But it's so different than Milan. I don't think it's gonna do but, well. I mean,
3: Dumbo didn't do well either.
2: Dumbo did not do well,
3: May, and might be because they went
2: too far off of the original story. I think, I think Dumbo didn't do well because I don't know how much. I, guess, I watched it. Have you seen it, Dumbo? No, nope. the seen the,
1: it. Uh, the live action. Mm-hmm. Well, it's Tim Burton, so I mean, yeah. you have to like his type of movies. Or...
2: I, don't, I don't think it was that bad for Tim Burton, but um, I don't. I'm, I like Tim Burton movies. I'm saying it didn't seem. It was not as Tim Burton-y as most of his movies, if that makes sense. But I've watched it, and I thought it was pretty good. Um, my wife refused to watch it because she knows she's going to be sad when watching it because it's Dumbo, mm-hmm. and it's a darker version of Dumbo. Yeah. And I think that's why I didn't do very well.
1: Do you guys have any news you guys want to share?
2: I mean, I guess Mulan was news. Yeah, that was, yeah, news. That was I w- news.
3: I was going to put something, but then I was just going to bring it up, but then I saw it's already in there. What's that? About the magnets. Oh, about the magnets. Yeah, because yeah, I just holder. got that email.
1: Like, There's like a whole pass holder, you know, everyone, they have the pass holder, cool stuff that you can go ahead and get, like perks, I guess, for pass holders. Uh-huh. You can go ahead and get the magnets. And uh, Donald Duck with uh, Spike the Bee will be available on March 4th Donald. to April 19th, while Orange Bird will make his magnet debut April 20th through June 1st. Donald's Ooh. wearing uh, like a safari kind of hat, the hard hat. Yep. And both uh, magnets will be available at Mouse Gear.
2: Oh, wait. Spike the Bee, what? It's just a bee. Oh, a bee. you know,
3: who orange bird is right. No, Uh he's been at um a lot of the fl- uh, flower and garden festivals. Mm-hmm. They also we have in our cabinet a cup that's the uh, the bee or the I'm sorry, the bird's head.
2: I'm looking it up for you right now. Yeah, I probably don't know what it is. Yeah, I don't know what it is. No, okay.
1: Oh, and I know why. It's, at it's Epcot. Epcot. <laughs> <laughs> So not only will they have those magnets, but they're also going to have the merchandise to go along with the magnets. You know, the Donald t-shirts, Orange bt t-shirts.
2: Why'd you keep talking? I'm oh coughing, gosh, man. man. You've been
3: coughing the whole time. I, know. I know,
2: but I mean, at least wait till I'm done talking to uh, continue. So, yeah, since we're talking
3: about passholder information, um, you know, we went to renew our passes and,
2: yeah. you know, saw the price went up. So eventually, like in like. A hundred years. A Disney <laughs> pass would be like a billion dollars a year, right? Yeah. Alex
1: this is kinda like I don't even know why I'm buying Disney passes. <laughs> I just don't think about it. I mean three parks you can go to. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's more than it's not We me talk about three parks you can go to.
3: Well that he will go to.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm grab a <laughs> are you gonna go see it when it
3: when they open up with everything new?
2: It looks awesome. What? All the new stuff they're that doing they're doing. Epcot. Oh, I mean, yeah, I go to Epcot. I he just don't. Go to Epcot, yeah. I just don't, you know, it's not like I think my wife was like, hey, we should go to Epcot for the art festival. I was like, why? Hey, we got to cut you off. Joe says we got to wrap it up. Wanna oh, wrap okay. it up? Oh, I'm getting that red, <laughs> uh, red light over yeah. there. Okay.
1: Yeah. And that's the his on the Disney character stitch. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Adam. Thanks for listening and have a magical week.
3: Go to DizHiz.com where you can find links to all of our episodes, our social media accounts, and to our Patreon page where you can help us out and hear more from each show. We also do monthly giveaways for our Patreon subscribers. Thanks for listening and have a magical week.